Welcome back to the Coaching Business Growth Roadmap. I'm your host, Dr. Amanda, and this is a limited series podcast for coaches, consultants, and service-based business owners who want the exact strategic steps to build a six-figure business. And in this episode, you're going to learn step seven, which is how to implement magnetic, organic lead gen strategies. Lead gen is really the lifeblood of your business. There are only four ways to increase revenue in a business. The first way is to generate more leads. The second way to improve conversion from leads into sales. The third way to sell at a higher value. And the fourth way to improve the lifetime value or frequency of purchase from your current customers. So we are focusing on lead gen in this one because it's a way to increase the revenue in your business very quickly and easily if you have the right formula. So that's what you're gonna get today. Before we jump into that, if you're just plugging into this limited series podcast, be sure to go back to the beginning and listen to these episodes in order because this is a step-by-step roadmap. So you're gonna wanna start at the start here episode. And if you haven't yet downloaded the Coaching Biz Growth Roadmap Supplemental Workbook, go to the show notes, click on the link, get the workbook so you can implement the action steps as we're walking through these 12 steps of the roadmap. All right, let's get started on step seven, how to implement magnetic organic lead gen strategies. And when I say magnetic, what I mean by that is simple, easy strategies that cause you to attract leads easily because you're doing things that are aligned with your zone of genius. So additionally, you wanna be considering which zone you're in on the business growth roadmap. So if you're in zone one, the manic imposter zone, you want fast business growth. I'm talking rapid business growth because you want to start bringing in money as fast as possible to fuel your future development and to give you confidence. Because when you start a business, if you work for a long time without getting any clients, you start to degrade your confidence and feed your imposter syndrome doubts. So in this manic imposter zone, you want to get out in the world and start talking to people when you're thinking about lead gen. The fastest, easiest way to get clients is by talking to real people in real life. (laughs) When I say real people, I mean people in real life. (laughs) It's funny to think that sometimes people are fake online. It's not that they're fake. It's just in-person contact is going to be the fastest, easiest way to start practicing your CAGS, your client attraction guarantee statement that we talked about in step five. It's going to be your fastest way to start understanding what people are wanting and needing and how to talk about it. It's very challenging if you're in zone one to start to do online sales. If you've never done that kind of thing, it doesn't work as easily. And we're going to talk about the strategies that you want to use and we'll break those down but the thing to focus on here is if you're in zone one the fastest growth is going to happen when you go out in the world and start talking to more and more people if you're in zone two the over deliver and undercharge zone something to pay attention in legion is that you want to laser focus on your avatar and don't offer too many things so in step four when you created your five star customer profile and really got clear on your avatar you want to get out and talk to those people as much as possible, get systematized, start practicing using your CAGs and bringing them in. And the trick here when you're in that over deliver and undercharge zone is that as you bring in more leads, 
sometimes you can get tempted to offer more options than are necessary. And so laser focus and don't offer too many things. In zone three for lead gen, you wanna focus on delegation and getting help to scale. Because in this zone, when you're starting to value yourself more, you realize, okay, if I wanna scale to the next level, I will not be doing this all by myself. And so I know a lot of coaches have a hard time asking for help. They also get scared about delegation because they think it's gonna cost them money and they're not thinking systematically as a business owner so if this is you and you're stuck in that zone where you are have you been in this zone two over delivering and undercharging and you want to start valuing yourself more you got to start thinking about delegating and you want to be delegating to the who can help you generate more leads and this is a critical shift and pivot and up leveling of your business because when you start delegating to people who know how to do those things really well now your business can grow quickly and easily Zone four, when you're in the zone of manifestation for lead gen, you want to be thinking about hiring experts. And I'm talking like high level experts who are lead gen machines. <laughs> so unless lead gen is your thing that you absolutely love doing, and that's your zone of genius, and you maybe you have a lead gen coaching business, awesome, then stay in your zone and keep doing it. If it's not in your zone of genius, and it's one of those things that you know is essential for your business, which it is, then hire experts. And you're looking for people people who have been there, done it, proven that they can really masterfully do lead gen well. One thing I want you to think about here that's important in all of the zones is that these are magnetic organic strategies that I'm going to teach you today. So the words magnetic and organic are important here. Magnetic means you've got to choose lead gen strategies that are fun for you, the most fun options possible so that you aren't putting out a repellent energy. So when we think about the law of attraction, when you go out in the world and you start talking to prospects about what you offer, if you're doing lead gen strategies that feel slimy and gross, to you or they just feel very out of alignment with what you enjoy doing, the people who you're talking to can automatically feel that. And it's this invisible connection that we have. Remember in the law of attraction, you're putting out a frequency and a wavelength. So whatever it is that you're feeling and thinking and believing is getting projected to other people. Now, depending on how sensitive those people are, they might be really in tune to it and notice like, hey, that person's off. They're acting desperate or weird about the way that they're talking to me about their business. And if this is you, you don't want to be doing that. That's going to cause repellent energy, which is going to push prospects away. It's going to cause desperation because as you push prospects away, you're going to get more desperate to get clients. And then you have even more issues in pushing people away. Think about it when you talk to somebody who's trying to sell you something. Let's say they're pushy. It doesn't feel good. Let's say they're desperate. That doesn't feel good either because automatically your radar goes off and you feel that something is out of alignment, you're not sure what maybe, you don't know what's going on exactly always, but you do know that something feels off and you're not going to buy from somebody who doesn't feel like a good fit for you. So don't be that person. And another thing to consider here is in that organic part, when I'm saying organic, these are strategies that are gonna be like boots on the ground, guerrilla style marketing, because when you're starting a business, I have not seen it be successful for people to do ads because you don't know yet what you're doing. Meaning you haven't practiced long enough. If you're in zones one through, I'd say two, even sometimes in three, don't waste money on ads because you don't have your brand identity solid. You don't have a lead gen system that's 
bringing people in in a predictable way. You don't have a conversion strategy that you've practiced and you know can give you the predictable KPIs, so key performance indicators. So if you don't even know what I'm talking about by saying that, you're definitely not ready for ads. So here's an example. I did a consult with someone recently and you know she said, I'm building my list. I have you know over 2,000 people on my list, but she hasn't sold one thing. And so that's not effective. She's just spending money on ads and it's not getting results. That's not effective. I have a tiny list and yet I've made over half a million dollars and I'm on my way to seven figures because I have high quality people who are on my list and a high percentage of them buy from me the things that I offer. So that's what you want to start building. Then once you get to that zone four, start you can start paying for ads and you want to pay experts who know what they're doing to help you scale in the way of ads and cold lead gen. So the difference between organic and cold lead gen is organic's going to be boots on the ground, guerrilla style marketing, direct sales, you doing the the input and making the time to talk to people and build a lot of relationships. And it works beautifully. I promise you, I've done it and I teach people to do it. When you're ready to go to that next level of scalability, and what I mean by this is that you have proven systems that are working. You know how to attract people, you know how to convert them, you know that your lead magnets are awesome, then you can add ads and you can hire experts to help you do that. So, and ads among other things, Um, you know, lead gen, sales teams and things like that. So that is going to be if you're in zone four and you're making a very solid income, potentially six figures, you know, for our team, we are just now starting to get paid for really awesome experts in terms of those lead gen. We probably could have done it sooner. And I was happy with where the company was at. We were growing at a pace that felt good. We've been very consistent in six figures. It's been going well. And this last year, uh, in my fifth year of business, I really revamped and did rebranding and really got clear on my avatar and what I want to create and the platform I choose to build over the long haul for the business and for the company. And now we're like, okay, who are the experts that are going to help us get to seven figures? So I'm just sharing these things so you have the mindset of how you're going to think about scaling through zone one, two, three, and four. All right, so let's talk organic lead gen strategies. What I want you to do here is just listen to the options and I'm giving you 13 options. You, This is not an all-inclusive list, it's just the ones that I've seen that work the best. The most important thing when you're thinking about organic lead gen, like I said, is gonna be to build relationships and think about this as a long game of building win-win relationships. So much of my business has come from building win-win relationships, joint venture partnerships, referrals, and things like that. So think about this as a long game of building relationships, and that's how organic marketing works the best. So let's start with number one, networking. You can do networking in person or online. I would say if possible, do it in person because like I said, that's going to be the easiest path to cash when you talk to people. And so an example here about how you can do this if you're in person is generally at networking events, you'll stand up and do a 30 second commercial. So this is where your CAGS from step five comes in really handy because you have you get to practice saying it and seeing what people are responding to. And the goal is that when you go to these networking events, you want to get people's cards and follow up with them and set up 
coffee talks or and this could be online or in person so the way that I did it was I would go there I would say a statement they would come talk to me I'd get their card and follow up immediately and say let's have a chat over coffee and then we would talk and in that talk I would set up a very powerful conversation that then by the end they were raising their hand and saying like oh my god how do I work with you so that's the simplest fastest path to cash that I can teach you and so Yes, I know you might be saying, but I'm not an outgoing person, but I hate networking. If you absolutely hate these things, it's not gonna be effective. If it's something you're open to, test it out and practice, because the more that you're able to talk about your business, the easier it gets to build. For online networking, consider networking groups online. There are a ton of them. So you could get on LinkedIn, join groups, go to events, network with people online. You could do this through Facebook groups. I mean, this sky's the limit really of how many networking groups. You could get on three a day, every day online if you wanted to. Similarly, networking in person, depending on your geographic location, there are tons of options. So I think this is a great way to practice and start talking to people and getting quick, easy cash in your pocket through having clients who aren't even going to your website. So like I said, when I started my business, I didn't even have people go to my website. So I didn't have to have any of that built out because I was talking to people in person and then coaching them in person at their place of business or in their homes. And so it made my business model very simple to get to 10K months very fast and easily. A second option, chamber membership. So chamber of commerce in your local area, they support business growth. And so this is a great place to network. And you know, unless you live in a very tiny area, most places have chambers. My city that I live in, Colorado Springs, Colorado, has several. You know, they have women's chamber in different locations around the city, and there are just so many options. And it's high power business people, it's or it's just local business people who really are at least the ones that I've been to, I went to a lot of the meetings in Boulder, Colorado when I started my business, that's where I lived. They were awesome, we became dear friends. I became friends with many of the people in that community and I got a lot of clients from it. Another one, number three, would be meetups. So type in meetup, I think it's meetup.com, it's meetup.com and just check out what's going on in your local area. I pulled so much business from meetups, just going to meetups, talking to people, building relationships, and I would just type into meetups, you know, business meetings or entrepreneurship, and I would see what was going on in my local area, and I would go to those events, talk to people. I started my own meetup, and I had this morning meeting where people could come and get coaching, and we would have coffee on Monday morning at 7 a.m. <laughs> this was funny that I set this up. These are the rookie mistakes of zone one, where it was manic imposter zone. I was so excited to build stuff and I didn't think about the long-term consequences of having a Monday morning meeting at 7 a.m. in the winter in Colorado. <laughs> so I'd have some where 20 people would show up and then I'd have some where no one would show up and then I decided, okay, this is not a good idea. But actually it worked great. I started my own meetup. It was very inexpensive. I broadcasted it to the community and I would share it in the meetups I was going to and it grew and it was great. I got clients from it. It was awesome. So meetup is a great resource for you. Number four, social media groups. So these could be groups on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Quora, like the sky's the limit. Join those groups and start showing up as an expert. Now, this is a long strategy. It's not gonna be fast where you can get someone in a day like I would do from networking events because you gotta build relationships over time and when you have the internet and online you know, DMing going on, it takes more time. And so it, it doesn't have to take a long time because you're gonna get good at 
building relationships and learning how to talk to people in a way that gets them to want to talk to you on a consult by targeting the right people and really having your CAGs in alignment and knowing the results you get for people. So it gets easier over time. But this is one way if you're like, I don't live in a geographic area where I can go talk to people or I just really don't want to do that, social media groups can be a great option. At the beginning of my business building adventures, I had a friend who did this and he built a $250,000 a year business just by getting on Facebook groups. He had three that he attended. I think it was three. He would he would go in there regularly, comment, show up as an expert, and he would pull clients from it by having great conversations and just you know having a strategy to convert them into clients. So that's a great way to go. Social media posting. Now, we're gonna talk about this in step 10 because I want you to be strategic in social media posting. One of the biggest mistakes I see coaches making is that they think I'm gonna start my business and I'm just gonna post on social media and I'm gonna magically attract people who wanna work with me. This does not work well. And I see people getting very frustrated and coaches going, well, it's crickets and I don't know how to get anyone to talk to me. Just posting something on social media does not turn someone into a client unless you have a strategy behind it. So I want you to think for yourself, how many things have you purchased through somebody posting something on social media? Like, let's say it's an inspirational quote. Does that lead you to work with them as a coach? Probably not. I've literally never purchased a program that way and I've spent over $100,000 on coaching. So I want you to really think about what has gotten you to get onto this podcast. How did you find me? What And what was the strategy that I used to get you to listen to this podcast? <laughs> and then, you know, what am I implementing as I'm doing this to have you talk to me about building your business, right? This is what you want to model after. And it typically is not just a social media post. Some people are really good at this because they're strategic about it. And that's if if that's you where you're like, oh, I love social media posting, then yes, rock it out. Learn everything you can about lead gen through social media posting and do that. But a lot of coaches, that isn't their jam. And for me, it's not. And so I use social media as, well, we're going to talk about that in step 10. So we'll just say that there. <laughs> it is a strategy for lead gen, but you need to be strategic about it. It's not just a, I post and I hope that people talk to me. Number six, DM your social media followers. So this would be considered a DM strategy where you have a series of DMs that you send to get people to talk to you and to get them on a consult. This can work beautifully if you have a system. We use a social media CRM that rocks. I use video-based sales, so it, it in, it attracts people and then converts them through a video-based sales process. So again, all of these are gonna take strategy. When you're doing organic lead gen, you're thinking build relationships, talk about my business. The goal is to get them to a consult to turn them, them into a paying client or customer. And so you want a system. So number seven, guest on podcasts. So you could be a guest on podcasts. If this is something that you enjoy, then create a one sheet and be a guest on a podcast. I've done this on over 150 podcasts and it's brought me a ton of awesome business. It's something that's going to be long-term and slower growth. So it's not a quick strategy. It's a long-term expert platform building strategy that will attract clients to you over the long term. Number eight, guest blogging and articles. So if you love to write, you can 
ask other blogs that are bigger players to be a guest on their blog and then you can write articles for magazines and things like that. So that's another strategy that can build your business over time. Number nine, demos of your programs or services. So this is a great strategy if you love doing demos with people. So an example, I have a client in my group coaching program who would do like cooking demos and then attract clients that way. So cool. So if that's your jam, that's a great way because anytime you can show people what you offer, they're going to be much more likely to hire you than if you tell them what you offer. So demos of your programs or services. Similarly linked here, number 10 would be lunch and learns. So I had a friend who did insurance sales and he would go and do lunch and learns in offices where his five-star clients where he would bring, you know, like a snack and something to share food-wise and then he would just go through his system and then he'd get a certain percentage of people asking to do consults with him and then he would turn them into paying clients. So lunch and learns. This is another great way. You want to be thinking, how can I talk to the most people possible at the same time and pull them in? Uh, number 11, affiliate joint ventures. So this is you connecting with people who are either parallel to what you do, meaning they have your same avatar, but you're not in competition in terms of selling the exact same thing. So it'd be someone who is parallel to you. So a great example here would be, let's say you're a codependency relationship coach, you could start reaching out to lawyers who work with people who are in the middle of divorce and see if you can create a win-win joint venture. Let's say you're a real estate investor coach and you start talking and partnering up with, with real estate agents, okay? So affiliate joint ventures. Number 12 is attend events and workshops. To me, there's nothing better than going to a workshop and getting clients. Like you get paid to be at the workshop, you meet the coolest people who are like-minded and it's just an easy, fun way to grow your business. So every workshop I go to or event I attend, my goal is always getting clients to pay for the trip, to pay for the workshop expense, and then to bring me ROI on the back end. And it always works. So I've never gone to an event where I haven't pulled a client or multiple clients or speaking opportunities or something like that. So that's how you wanna be thinking about those. It's a really fun way. If you like to go to events, it's a great way to get clients. And then number 13, referrals. So obviously this is gonna be if you're later in the game because you will already have had successful clients. Make sure you create a referral system and build relationships and offer benefits to the people who are referring clients to you. So those are 13 organic lead gen strategies to start to follow to get to six figures in your business. So your action steps on these are to download the supplemental workbook that goes along with the series, the links in the show notes, use the action steps in the workbook to start organically attracting qualified leads into your business, and I do want you to know if you are looking for support to get to six figures faster, let's chat. Schedule a rapid biz growth call with me and let's see where you're at, where you're stuck, how I can help you. It is my joy and my genius to help you get to six figures. I love, love, love what I do. And I have lots of great ideas to help you and the roadmap to help you. So just go to the link in the show notes and you'll see a way to schedule a call with me there. All right, let's summarize the 13 organic lead gen strategies that I covered. Networking, chamber membership, meetups, social media groups, social media posting, DM your followers on social media, 
be a guest on a podcast, do guest blogging or article writing, demo your programs or services, lunch and learns in person or online, affiliate joint ventures, attend events and workshops and get referrals. So those are the 13 that are options. Of course, there are more than that. Here's a place where you could type into chat GPT, give me the best organic lead gen strategies and come up with ideas there. So this list is not all inclusive. It's just ideas that I have used that help my people get to six figures and beyond. So until step number eight, how to create high converting opt-ins to build your email list. I hope you have an incredible day or night whenever you're listening to this. And until I see you in step eight, I'm sending you lead gen superpower high fives.